Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests bring you leading-edge astrology conversations through a journey of soul growth patterns connecting astrology's energetic cycles. Get ready to understand your path in the cosmic roots of the stars. Hi, I'm Sue Rose Minahan, and today is May 9th. 2021. This is on our side of the hemisphere because the other side, um, I don't know if they have Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day. And I and my team, we're not the official mothers that one might traditionally think of, yet we have mothers. (laughs) And we came into this earth on that platform. And we also mother ourselves and we have for baby mothers, I mean, you know what I'm saying, um, some of us, and, and many things that we we uh, create and nurture. So today's topic is compassionate truth. And we will be talking about two archetypes. One is about Ceres, which is a dwarf planet. They didn't know what Ceres was, and it has a long mythology too. But it went from asteroid to this to that. Um, and it is the mother-child archetype, interestingly. And yesterday, it shifted signs. It was not a long transit. Maybe it was now the next one's going to be for a couple of months until the end of july actually that's quite a while isn't it may june july yeah three months and it just shifted into taurus which is our archetypal period month and the other one is jupiter jupiter next in the next four days is going to be shifting into pisces now that's a year cycle and not i was noticing going years back that Jupiter doesn't always retrograde. That's an apparent retrograde. That word's always thrown in because, yes, it's what we see here on Earth. But it's our experience. So we say retrograde. We add apparent so people understand that's the fact. But often it just goes into a sign and continues for its year cycle because it takes a year to go around the sun. But this year, no. It wants to dive back to Aquarius and dive forward and dive back. And But we're getting a, a little window And amazingly, that window is going to be from when, as of yesterday, when Ceres went into Taurus, it'll be at the exact same degree, which is an amazing degree. And we'll talk about that. It's kind of the epitome is 28 degrees of a sign. And when it, when Ceres goes into the next sign, of course, that's Gemini on July, no, August 1st, it will, Jupiter, because it's going to be retrograding, then it's going to be right the home base 28 degrees so what is this all about we are going to kind of find out but the other thing is just to mention that and maybe i did because a lot of things we've talked about and did i bring it up but that is it is about the mother child relationship with Ceres. there's a long mythology she was um it's an underworld process too it's deep in our soul so this whole process of jupiter that will be going retrograde where we'll have our compassion and going out to other people. Oh, what are you all about? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry and all that, which is the better side of ourselves to have some empathy with perhaps necessary boundaries, but still we need to be caring of each other to then turning that within and going, oh, did I forget? What did I forget about myself? So that I can be a more whole or unified or at least aware of my parts that are there. 
I don't know if all parts absolutely get unified into this great coalition of wholeness, but yet I'm aware of them. I go, oh yeah, there's that, this and that part of ourselves. So we will talk about that too. All right. Well, thank you. And thank you so much for joining us. You know, we are a YouTube now and we're also a podcast. So you can always check back. But if you want to subscribe, just remember, just go to Talk Cosmos and ding, ding, ding. They'll get you on your your uh, calendar. Okay, enough of that. And happy Mother's Day to all those folks that are mothers and that had mothers that passed, mine passed. Um, and yeah, okay. Lots of love. And now we're ready for cosmic collaboration. Investigating the deeper archetypal questions related to understanding astrological energetic aspects for growth patterns to unify mind, body, spirit, and emotions, this is your Cosmic Collaboration Panel. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, host of Talk Cosmos, an evolutionary astrologer and consultant, plus a certified color energy coach. I explore creative expression as an artist, a musician, and write abundantly, stories to poetry. I love investigating mythology's language, philosophizing eternity, and I'm a perpetual student of life, seeing oneness of body, spirit of people, animals, and nature. I'm Susie Kerr Wright, astrologer, certified psychic medium, tarot reader, life coach, and Reiki master. I love to bring what I call cosmic common sense to the world through private sessions as well as all types of media. My work has been published in Chewy.com, Brides Magazine, Good Housekeeping, Cosmopolitan, Elle, Bustle, and more. And I'm a regular guest on Today in Nashville. I've had my own radio shows, and I was the weekly on-air astrologer for WSCA-FM. And I love to teach astrology and psychic development. And I'm Amanda Pierce, a soul-centered astrologer, astrological consultant, and empowerment-based meditation teacher. I have a BA in psychology, I'm a wellness enthusiast with a passion for healthy eating, and I enjoy creating new realities and shifting old paradigms. And like the Sufi poet Rumi says, you are the entire ocean in a drop. Well, that's very appropriate as we're splashing <laughs> around <laughs> in Pisces, and of course Neptune has been in Pisces for, well, it's 13, 14 years. Uh, will be i think until 2026 well hello susie and amanda hi hello great yes happy to be here with you on this mother's day yeah great to be here yeah yeah it is we're kind of yes our sisterhood or something here (laughs) (laughs) maybe that i think we can't not yes um talking about series that was yesterday when it actually ingressed and it will be until august 1st So that's the period of time. And there is a mythology and uh, archetypal. I think, Amanda, you were interested in bringing up some points about that. Well, yeah. So the the basis of the myth is that Ceres, who's the mother of Persephone, uh, Ceres and Persephone were extremely, extremely close. And depending on how you view the myth, um, the traditional uh, story goes that Persephone was uh, abducted by Pluto and taken to the underworld. And Ceres was bereft. Like she just was in so much grief that um, as 
the goddess of, I believe it was agriculture, um, the harvest. Uh, she just withheld that. Um, she withheld the growth of, of and sustenance that came from the earth until Persephone returned from the underworld. And they came to an agreement, um, Pluto and Ceres and Persephone, that Persephone would stay in the underworld for half of the year and then would come back and return to her mother uh, for the other half of the year. And that when that return happens is when the, the bounty of nature, Ceres allows the bounty of nature to come forward again. So that's the kind of a, a very short. Yeah. Good points. Good points, Amanda, because what I picked up immediately as code words were grief, intense grief. We're talking about grief that where you feel something has been taken from you. Now, of course, this does relate back to the whole cycle of spring and winter and people in agricultural worlds. We're all dependent on food, thank you. And we, you know, but still it's very important. And to reclaim that, those are the, the themes it seems. Susie, did you have something you wanted? I, I can see you buzzing. No? Not yet. <laughs> well, Not yet. okay, that's all right. I'll say also that it's it's about like the natural cycle of things too, and just allowing for that natural cycle to flow, and letting go when it's time to, and then allowing it to come back when when it's correct, and that works really well with the Jupiter and Pisces energy that we're moving into at the same time. Well, going back to series from our notes, we always have a pre-chat and Demetra George, for those folks that are interested in the, well, she was at that time an asteroid. So it's with her asteroid goddesses. She wrote a fascinating book, but actually Ceres is now a dwarf planet because when astronomers, when they discovered so many more celestial bodies, redefined things. And that's, and empowerment, they're all transformational. We're talking about death, rebirth, the cycle, just like your little lily that you plant, or daffodil, whatever it might be, and it returns. So the code words were like, it, it has a sense of cancer, nurturing, uh, the life, death, polarity of Taurus and Scorpio, and Virgo, which essentially is the goddess, the mother goddess, the the grain, the the feminine, it, it's kind of a complex but archetype. You know, it's very Virgo. complex. And there's, there is so much um, about Ceres. Like, I, I mean, Demetri George tags those four um, zodiac signs as associated with her. And that just tells you, like, if there are four signs, you, you know, there's, there's a lot going on with that archetype. And really when... So when we're looking at series, we're looking, one of the big things that, that ties in with cancer is that mothering, um, your relationship with your mother, uh, your relationship, if you are a mother, your relationship with your children. Talk, talk about, Amanda, the child. Right now might be a good time because we are in Taurus. Aronis is in Taurus. I mean, uh, Taurus is survival. It's uh, self-sufficiency. It has to do with the life force. It's a second sign. It's resources. It's artistic. Yeah. I mean, there's many things, but I know you also wanted to bring a point in. So maybe yeah. now would be a good time to. Well, do well, that. I just want to talk a little bit about um, how Ceres can kind of go into her wounding 
because it's it's serious as beautiful energy when it's in that nurturing and mothering um, energy, but it can go off the rails into very, very deep wounding. So uh, if the Demetra George, this is how one of the phrases that she says, if serious mother love is absent or lacking in childhood, it provides the basis for poor self-image, low self-esteem and self-rejection in later years. And, and other things associated with series are eating disorders, disordered eating, relationship complexes, um, withholding love or nurturing or sustenance, uh, and kind of a, being too attached to things. That's that Taurus energy or, or obsessively holding on to something yeah. like that's Scorpio too. Um, and then if you look at the series Persephone archetype, like they did have a, a closeness that in our modern world, we probably would call a little bit codependent. And so there's a piece there where when Persephone is taken to the underworld series, it's like she loses a part of herself. And so you can see that archetype play out on the external, or if you're looking at it from an internal perspective, it's like, where has your own inner child been, um, been abducted to the inner world, underworld? Or whereas it has it fragmented off because of trauma? So that's, um, that's where the kind of the inner child piece comes in with series and doing work around, around nurturing your own inner child. That's yeah, thing that, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I just had a tiny bit that, that kept sticking in my head was the sacrifice, the sacrifice that, mm-hmm. you know, Demeter had to make and, and c- consistently, you know, and it maybe just, it, that word just kept popping up. So, um, clearly for me, you know, thinking about the sacrifice that a mother makes for a daughter and the sacrifice that a daughter makes for a mother. And, you know, it's it, it, it on both sides. There's like so much to unpack when you think about the levels of things that we do you know, as kids for our parent, for, you know, for, I'm just specifically speaking about mother, you know, for our mother or yeah. overdue, you know, and like it's, you touched, you know, and, and that codependence and that sort of thing. Um, Amanda is, <clears throat> um, gosh, there's so much. It really, you know, it's, it's so interesting because I really didn't know that much about series. You know, I've never really paid that much attention to it, um, to be honest with you. And and this was really like the deeper I got into looking at all of this material, the more I was like, dang, you know, like you could just do, you know, like, oh, like Jan Spiller did with the nose, like that could be your entire, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Your entire yeah. astrological career. Let's just talk about your stories, you know, because <laughs> that's going to unwind Let's a whole bunch. Let's get into bunch. your mother issues. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. It, There's it, it, this Pluto it, too, you know, with like the power oh, and control totally. father issues. So it's all tied in. It's like, whoa, you know. Yeah, well, child, what, what I was sorry. thinking is, that's okay, is that love, when a child's love to the parent, I mean, parents, of course, try to, care in their own way ideally what they think is the best for the child but for the child there is a certain kind of unconditional love that a child can give to the parent that just says yeah i see that they're a mess (laughs) kind of in this way or that way but i'm still going to be their buddy i'm still going to love them i'm still going to defend them or whatever and so 
it's 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 a it is an involved process and and to reclaim those parts of yourself that allow yourself to be who you really are despite what your parent might have been like especially a mother that nurtures and births you and everything it to be able to go no we are separate people you know and uh, because that's what persephone was she was the goddess of the underworld she had been mm -hmm. a girl up with and in some ways we it, it, with mythology to understand it is much larger than the melodrama story we tell because it's that part of ourself that young person the nurturing person the mother of it and then the crone later it, it, it's it's the and in between there's more to it than just the procreation and and everything the personage well, well you know and oh go ahead Oh, I was just going to mention that um, in some retellings of the myth, um, it's Persephone is, chooses to leave her mother. And so it's like she's kind of like going off with the bad boy Pluto kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> exactly. and so that just brings a whole other flavor to what kind of series issues can can look like in a chart. Yeah. And I was just, I just wanted to throw in also that, that, that loyalty factor, you know, that Taurus Scorpio axis, you know, has, 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 is all about like loyalty, loyalty mm. to me, I'm loyal to you, you know, and, um, and the loyalty, like you were talking about, Sue, that, that, um, you know, unconditional love or loyalty that we, that we create with our parents, with our mo mother, again, was just talking about the, the archetype of the mom right now, um, that can be problematic. I mean, it, you know, there's there are things that and and not necessarily it doesn't always have to be problematic, but it, it can be um, it can be something to work through later in your life, um, you know, because we create these stories and these beliefs um, in you know in our minds from as as we're a child and you know as we mature we just kind of play those out and it isn't until we hit some sort of growth spurt or you know some sort of um, emotional wall that we realize like oh wow you know i've i've been doing this thing because you know it's it's what i feel like i have to do for my to be loyal to my mother but it's not mine to do anymore you know and yes. um and it can really like series is really all over that all over that yeah and if i i am thinking too just to bring it this is so excellent but right now for some reason, I've got an echo. Is that me? I hope not. Anyway, thank you. Um, okay. Uh, but right now, as a society, as a social construct, this country that we're from, the United States, or the globe, for that matter, we've all had uh, life taken away from us, in a sense. There is that deep feeling that we have lost something because we have the old, the old manners of, of freely jumping on, just walking down the street, going to get a bite to eat or, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And food of course is a huge part of, of series. That's the other thing I wanted to bring up that food, you know, people, yeah. they love, you know, to engage. It's a very nurturing thing and it's a natural thing. And of course, with Uranus and Taurus, that's too. But I'm feeling that this period of time, we need this compassion. And we can start talking maybe about Jupiter now in Pisces that'll happen on the 13th and then return back. I think it's on, I have it written down 
on uh, July 28th, it'll go back. So it's a My little bit after birthday. and a little bit before. Aha. And yeah. yeah, so that'll be significant perhaps for him. Well, uh, and just before we move on to Jupiter, um, I'm inspired to share a quote. It's in Demetra George's uh, Asteroid Goddesses book, and it's from Carl Jung. And it goes, every mother contains her daughter in herself and every daughter her mother. Every woman extends backward into her mother and forward into her daughter. Isn't that beautiful? It wow. is. Yeah. I love that. Wow. Maybe, maybe Amanda, later you could... Um, I know when we finish, there's a, a comment that you can make on YouTube and you could just type that in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, that. That for our audience, you can comment too, always. Well, Jupiter is the biggest planet and Jupiter has this 12 year cycle and it is going in from Aquarius. They're both transpersonal signs, although, of course, they're personal. Thank you. I know we all have these signs that are. We all have them, but they're very pertinent in our charts of the th between the three of us. And um, so we're going from the collective conscious to the collective unconscious, right? Love and, it. Yeah. And there is great gifts of, Pis of, of, of um, taking this compassionate part of the series because everything has a shadow side you might say that's unconscious is one way of looking at it of this whole realm of how it's like the half do you see the glass half full or half empty that's a classic thing but here taking rather than the grief of loss taking that moment to reclaim and nurture oneself and other people so uh, with Jupiter and Pisces it's really an opportunity you know, what just struck me about what you just said is, if think about it is, um, you know, <laughs> again, this may sound really silly, but I'm just, I, I like to break things down to like, you know, Dick and Jane version. Um, and so <laughs> that's just me. Um, but, you know, you think about this whole process of what was going on between Ceres and Demeter and Ceres going down into the underworld and coming back and, you know, on and on, right? And eventually... And, and again, I don't know if this is inherent in the myth, correct me if I'm wrong, but in, eventually when you go through these cycles, when you're going through these things, eventually you got to think like, you know, you've, you've got to have some form of acceptance. You'll see where I'm going with this in a minute. There has to be some form of acceptance of there's a higher reason for this. There's a bigger reason for this. I can't just keep coming up and down and being miserable when I'm down there and coming back. And you know what I mean? It's yes. like, you know, Absolutely. and and so even yeah. even where is you go, you know, like you were you were you were saying um, about it, it's like it's like dating the bad boys, you know. Eventually, usually, hopefully, pray to God. Most women get it after a while. Like that doesn't work for me, you know, and so. And, and they can look back and say, like, wow, I see why I had to go through all those bad boys. I'm, I'm talking about myself, too. <laughs> um, it's very close to me today. Um, but seriously, it's like, you know, so so this is what I feel like this whole next realm, this whole mm. next period is about. It's about, like, okay, we may have to keep going down and coming back up and looking at our shadow side, coming back up, overcoming and all of this. But now we're starting to sense that there is a better, a bigger reason for this instead of just like every day is the same, just kill me now. You know, yeah. it's, like, it's yeah. like, now we can go, okay, how can I 
operate and for the you know the good of the the world here that's my yeah. you know so that's yeah. that that's kind of the way i'm looking at this whole process it's like we finally are going to get that you know hopefully get get that collective light bulb going off like oh i see why i had to go through all this and there's you know there's so many ways we could like mm -hmm. for instance we're just talking water you know a person could if they're near the beach they could clean up the beach they could clean i mean there's so many things on different incremental levels just in your because we have nodes in the in gemini of our environment i mean even if it's not with people nurturing you could nurture the ground the earth the world and i think that's where a lot of it's going to go is a bigger um real understanding of how are the earth maybe we'll even get a new consciousness of it you know there's this i'm just talking with my husband last night that earth as a living organism because we were watching david attenberg right he loves david attenberg and we've got the burl right with all his nature you're familiar and mm. the underwater seas and all the everything is wonderful but he was saying, could it really be from one cell? And so I started going back into all this dynamics of the astronomy, like, okay, we were this, it cooled down this gaseous thing and then blah, 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 et cetera. And the gravity that took the different gases and the water and then the fire with the earth and changing it. So where am I going with this? <laughs> I got lost. Let's see. Um, well, so I, I, I love how, um, Ceres moving into Taurus is coinciding with Jupiter in Pisces. And so like this, wherever Ceres is, it's like there's more, you're more comfortable moving into that energy because it's the higher octave of the moon. So there's a comfort level oh, with yeah. it. So mm. being like more in tune with nature, nurturing yourself through being in nature or nurturing nature itself. Um, and I just Thank love you. that this period is like moving together and that there's that potential for um, having more compassion for the earth while also nurturing yourself and the earth at the same time. Rewilding ourselves in a nutshell. Yeah, Thank you, Amanda. Like Back that. home. And you know what? I, yeah, because I was going to say, you know, Jupiter and Pisces, neither one of them are terribly fond of details. So when you're talking about, you know, it's like, uh, how's this going to work? Um, too much work now. You know, it's like, <laughs> I've been re but that, that what you just said, like that just that really struck me that rewilding because this is about being adventurous being bold being brave being you know all of these things but fr from a, a place of um you know again uh, connection you know recognizing the connection to all you know and the body i've been noticing you know in light every week prior things come to my attention i go oh my gosh that's like a little added message from the universe and one of them is about somatic movement I don't know if Amanda, you and I did some somatic we talked movement. about We talked about that with Uranus moving into Taurus. Yeah, yes, and I actually that's... did some earlier. And I mean, back in Seattle, here I am. But the whole idea that um, somatic movement, you can learn how the pains, uh, in other words, the body motion, also not get, getting away from the detail, the work, like you're saying, doing another format of physical, whether open, something physical yeah. and external. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and the body. body back into the body, like because yeah. like yeah. trauma um, 
is stored within the body. And so sometimes we want to leave the body because of that. Yeah. And we don't even realize right. we're doing it. And I you know, know and like, that's, I get out of here. <laughs> that's the shift that we're going to see, though. We're going to see, you know, of course, is, is you know, common sense tells you we're going to see more escapism. But mm -hmm. as much as, you know, the hope is that more people will come back into that blend of, you know, body, mind and spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a big opportunity, I think, with this transit, mm -hmm. with the series in Taurus and Jupiter and Pisces at this time for kind of like starting that process. And the fact that Ceres is moving into Taurus means it will be in co-presence with Uranus. So there's an ability to kind of like break free from the old stories. Yes. Kind of been holding it back I would and, welcome oh, that. I, rising, I have battled weight my entire life. Mm. So talk about expansion. You know, I've spent my life expanding and occasionally contracting, but mostly expanding. Oh, I've had I've had that Jupiter transit through my first. It well, you know, it, it is a matter of nurturing. I hear you. You know, but I it, it is have, it's the emotional component yeah, that I have not is. yet uh conceded to or, or accepted well, or understood you know you know we could and actually have a whole thing yeah right there. a huge class about this and ourselves because we're hardly alone and on any dimension and because i know that there is a person named jonathan somebody i can't remember right or somebody knowing that couldn't be right but at any rate the point is is that he has this whole psychological 10 minute thing a day and i did it and mm. it's really nurturing yourself it's saying and we have to take a little break and go freedom into the next half hour <laughs> a moment here. But it, it was amazing. And right now I'm not in that zone. I did that last year. And right now I'm in the zone. No, I'm feeling bad and I'm going to make feel better. I'm going to have some popcorn. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> With lots of butter. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Amanda, Healthy nurturing. Yeah. That's what we need with series yes. and tours. Fiber. Yeah. Celery with peanut butter. I don't know. Yeah. Put some chocolate on that and then mm, yes now I'm hungry again. <laughs> deep fry it <laughs> oh, yeah. oh gosh that's the Taurus way okay. <laughs> all right we have Amanda Pearson Susie Kerwright and myself Sue Rose Minahan talk cosmos cosmic collaboration and we're talking about compassionate truth and we're going to talk more about that subject when we get right back and thank you so much and happy mothers again to yours and those you love take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We're currently in the period of Taurus. By leaving a cycle based upon initiation, the energy of Taurus integrates spirit into a solid form of matter that is tangible and physical. It's an earth sign, concerned with self-sufficiency and the values to maintain the strength of a life form throughout its survival. Whether we know it or not, each of us are on a quest to discover our true self. And the road we travel to accomplish this goal is unique for each of us. This is Marie O'Neill's hero's journey of walking her path and overcoming hardship and heartache in her book, And the Lotus Opened. As a memoir of enduring an absent mother and a harsh pseudo family and surviving ongoing abuse and trauma, Marie learns to trust in the divine and in her inner self and release herself from the emotional chains that bound her. She discovers her personal power and who she is 
and she learns what being free really means. Now available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com, in either hardcover, paperback, or ebook, you can order Marie O'Neill's book, And the Lotus Opened, and let Marie be your guide as she leads you on your path to authentic freedom using metaphysics, astrology, Buddhism, and healing practices. Talk Cosmos brings you leading-edge astrological conversations with hour-long programs each week on KKNW. The show goes live every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific. Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on Facebook and YouTube, along with daily chats throughout the week on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. While you're there, make sure you click like and subscribe buttons so you can get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or, if you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers. So, grab your coffee, tea, or kombucha, and enjoy the show. Hello, this is Marie O'Neill with Padma Life Coaching, and you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk 1150 AM where we discuss the meaningfulness of our roots in the stars. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Hi again. This is May 9th. Talk Cosmos Cosmic Collaboration every month, and we're in the period, archetypal period. We're not of Taurus, so everything's relating to Taurus one way or the other. But right now... Ceres went into Taurus. It was a dwarf planet, and we talked about that. And Jupiter on the 13th is going to go into Pisces, and they are teammates. They are redirecting our psychological download, you might say, from that as hermetic code, as above, so below. And it goes back and forth. There's four, lots of ways. Every direction, we're getting it. Up, down, out, in. It's a reflection and an integration. So Jupiter, what really strikes me is, oh, oh, before we start, Amanda, we were going to do it at the end, but let's do it now because we may get carried away at the end. Sure. You have a class coming up, and it is about meditation. And so this will kind of segue. Um, and I don't know if you're doing it in person in the Seattle area because Susie's exactly. in Tennessee, I'm in Hawaii, and you're in Seattle. Okay. It's actually going to be online, and it's starting July 3rd. It's a four-week class and so it's a journey kind of to strengthen your own unique connection to source using meditation techniques and so if you're on a path towards your own personal power uh then this may be the course for you and if you if you it's at 1 p.m pacific time starting july 3rd um if you have any questions or are interested, you can email me at amandamoonastrology at gmail.com. And did you have I, a question, Sue? Well, I think you can put that in the chat. Um, okay. I think, Amanda, and then also you could put that as a commentary, I guess, if you feel like it. I don't know. Think about that twice. But okay. the point is that Talk Cosmos, for all our listeners, all our guests, Susie Wright and Amanda Pierce, they're on you know, at the menu, you can find all their contact information. And Susie, you've been on, thankfully, lovely, wonderfully this year, but just to say that if you have upcoming events, 
you know, that you want to um, notify, we can do that. I mean, we have. Cool. Yeah. So this is excellent. And I just wanted to comment, I did partake with your first class a year ago, and I have the opportunity to take it again, which I will do, um, because there is a, that is part of the benefit. There's a lot of benefits with it. And I have done a lot of meditation, but I will agree with you, Amanda, that it's a very um, powerful uh, uh, experience. So with that said, yes. I'm glad it's you're It's very experiential. It it's not yeah. like anything else out there. Like no, and I know you, you've studied it a long time. So, and there's many roads. That's the other thing I want to get down to. This is so perfect because with what struck me when I was reading about Jupiter, because it's belief systems. Right now, our South Node is in Sag, so it's ruled by that. And there's the old adage, many roads lead to Rome, is so true. It really has to make me realize because we can get very opinionated. I mean, we, I have, you know, I can think like, oh, yes. Not this is me, okay. never. Yeah. <laughs> no. I have no but, opinions. Yeah. Yeah. But truly, <laughs> there's so, yeah, there's so many ways to have that meditative, compassionate experience. Yep. That, uh, so it brings a great point to bring that out. But the real fact is, is that with... Jupiter and Pisces, we are going to feel, and I think this is right up your alley here, Susie, to talk about that so many of the um, spiritual, I mean, it's up all our alleys, but, I, I, um, but you know, that bringing in the um, spiritual into life as an experience of well, we've been watching the explosion since Neptune hit Pisces. I mean, it literally, I, I was working at a metaphysical store back, uh, you know, 2008, 2009. And it, it was almost like as, as, uh, Neptune was getting, I know we're, we're veering off a little bit. It's kind of all tied in, <laughs> you know, as right. Neptune it is, totally. was, was starting to ingress into Pisces, was starting to head into Pisces, the phones would blow up. My house is haunted. Oh my God. I was a Christian. Now I'm not. <laughs> I My spirituality is exploding. I'm seeing ghosts. What is happening to me? I mean, it was, it was almost like clockwork. And, and I, oh. I sitting there for a couple mm. of years before going, yeah, we're going to see a little bit of an explosion of people like growing into their spiritual and it was like you know that for and it came in waves it came in the, the decans you know that first mm. second of of pisces and then the second and the third and so and we're in the third now and we talked about that last time but um but anyway so so this is just another elevation of like you know we're, i mean we're watching the the religions dissolve and morph and change and unfortunately what we're you know when unfortunately unfortunately i don't know depending on what you think of it you know we're not seeing that that we we uh joining reconnecting yet you know um and and so it's this is going to be interesting to see what um where this goes i mean is you know there's so many people that are still wake you know for lack of a better term waking up you know and this is really um this is really maybe that's it okay if it went from 28 degrees of Aquarius mm. and returning to 28 degrees, Aquarius is the awakener. I'm just thinking mm -hmm. that. And I'm thinking yep. with this compassion that we're talking about and also going inward because when it goes back into retrograde in Pisces, which happens uh, June 20th when it starts being, it's retrograde and then until 
uh, for a month, over, over a month until July 29th, when it finally goes into back into Aquarius, uh, it'll be ourself. And we'll be able to reclaim like what yes. we were talking earlier with series. And I'm thinking too, with this emphasis with series, even if a person, we have all different relationships with the greater source spirit and the world, right? Yes. Whether we're mm -hmm. conditioned through certain thoughts or we are individuating and the, I mean, those are just some terms to say it. But the point is, is that if I was thinking if what a great segue from doing compassionate work, whether for the especially for the earth or for other people or for oneself to reconnect it. There is a connection, I think, that automatically I don't know if it's automatic, but it would tend to reinforce that connection with the greater spirit that we were not. There's controlling. definitely that opportunity to kind of reconnect with the spirit with Jupiter coming into Pisces. And we're, we're just going to like touch into it a little bit. It's just, yeah, we just get a little peek, you know? Yeah. Just a little peek and it's see gonna be... how it's going to come through. And then I think like when, cause Jupiter, it's so, it's all about expansion. So with Neptune moving, I love that you brought that up, Susie, Neptune moving into Pisces. Cause that's so, Neptune in its own sign. Jupiter also is in its own sign in Pisces. It's a traditional yep. ruler. So, and it's expansive. So it's just going to like yeah. really blow it up the way that Neptune and Pisces did. And, and they're to together. <laughs> I just want to say, this is like a be your own guru time. This is where yes. you get to be your own guru, your yes. own source, you know, to, it is it, mm. keeping in mind. Well, I mean, again, you know, with, whatever your belief is, but you know, if there's, there's many, there are many paths, right. And this could be an awakening for a lot of people to find a, a new path or, or some, you know, or, or can connect with something. Or they, I don't even know, you know, something it, more authentic, you know, yeah, like that like Jupiter. Med yes. And meditation is well, that time where we not only cut out the rest of the world, it's a process. At first you just, trying to hear what is and be in that space. And there's different ways to meditate. You know, some do breath, some do the visualization with pictures or there's leading or there's a myriad of ways, but it does make it. So suddenly you're hearing what you're hearing in its own and recognizing it. You know, there's. Yeah. I, I think visualization is a great technique during Jupiter and Pisces. Like, I, I mean, because visualization, it's more than... like with Taurus. Taurus is like nonverbal. It's artistic. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah, that does flow in really well with the Taurus. But, you know, beliefs are more than just our thoughts or thinking. It's kind of like, it's more encompassing than that. And so visualization can yeah. kind of encompass a or lot more. Or cellular, they get in our yes. DNA. So doing like, I think, so, what is somatic? Is that, it? that's... It's that, body. That, like, it's adjusting but the somatic body. Somatic is, yeah, mm -hmm. is, is, is somatic. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, yeah, really, really tying that all in. I mean, this has been, you know, so interesting. I was just thinking about the Jupiter, you know, when you think Jupiter and Aquarius, and it's like all about like the groups and the collective and finding your tribe and all that. And it's like, wow, for that whole year that that 
was an experience or like that was an energy we were locked away from each other like no. I, I just that just hit no. me I'm like what was up with that you know yeah I mean, but, oh, so well, like, and Saturn was out. right there with it so it kind of like tamped it down but you're right yeah. Yeah. it has that virtue of hearing one's own temple instead of always reflecting back you know just think of marketing of course we need marketing people at this day and age we have money we have People sell things, whatnot, but we get inundated with the standards of what marketing has is this little perfection and that little perfection. And, you know, do we really like those clothes? Most times I hate the clothes. <laughs> Every time it's like, no way, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, all my life. And so, but here I say, it's a time to learn from our souls. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. So going, it goes along with being our guru. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, what, yeah. What was really cool about it was last year, and I think I shared this before with you guys, it's like what I was noticing, you know, in, in connecting with the groups that I was connected with last year online, you know, queries, right? Um, it did fit. It was just, I it just... That, that thing I just said was kind of something that just jumped in my head. But um, I noticed people were syncing up with the cycles of the earth and the moon more. And of course, you know, we gave we gave the earth such a huge space to breathe yes. while we stopped. That was incredible. And you could almost just feel it going, thank you, you know. And so, so now as we come back and we're going into this whole other oh. dimension here, it's like, how do we, how do we merge without losing ourselves again in, in this whole, you know, busy world and, and with all of this, the new information coming in and in, in so many ways again, you know, it's like, how do we, you know, how do we remain true to ourselves again that jupiter aquarius but we're now moving into the collective with the you know with the more of that merging sense you know are we gonna are we gonna are we, are we gonna over merge or are we gonna you well, know no, lose ourselves you know again or i love this i love this questioning this is brilliant I, this is all what i love about cosmic collaboration we can just come up with because it makes me realize new ways of expressing ourselves new ways it's like right if everybody says what's the new norm well in a way you move to a new city you have to come up with new grocery stores or whatever it is but here we you know we have here a chance to reboot we can use music uh artwork oh, yeah. uh, meditation um cleaning up the environment in any way the ocean the waters um networking on tv or whatever you know um, etc but it really sounds oh and it reminds me what I got lost about Gaia is live so this idea that Gaia is live I know I get kind of fixed and I get conditioned like all of us and I've had to think like ooh, but now I am getting it you know live is live live doesn't come from dead in other words the, our life is live and as we came out of like evolutionary things it came out of live forms whether that was a rock or a stone or a gas mm. or something it had a dna and so that's what <laughs> yeah what was that what's that the primordial yeah. ooze we yeah exactly exactly you know like if it was fissures of heat coming out of the earth like in the water you know where life forms and then it you know it, it goes from mutating i mean replicating to suddenly dividing and which is all like look at even the bad bug covid it mm -hmm. morphs all the time well so did life mm -hmm. so i it's mutable it's very and this yeah. consciousness, in yeah. other words, of 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 we may really a, a bigger tipping point may begin to really give reverence 
to mm -hmm. our earth, to our home, that gives a new nurturing sense of how our part is and recognizing it's not just, I mean, we may say, oh, it's just a tabletop, like earth is, but no, there's a depth, there's a connection. It goes into animism a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That kind of, I, so I wanted to talk about, um, and I think this, oh, this yeah. dovetails nicely into this, the, the idea of the sacred dream and how that lines up with Jupiter and Pisces and the sacred dream being the idea that this world is more of a dream state than we realize and mm, that our current delicious. understanding of reality is kind of an illusion that we have more control and can mold and dream um, into existence our own realities. So it's really like just true co-creation with the universe and Jupiter and Pisces is so it's going to be such a delicious time to to work with with the universe in that way yep. law of attraction yep just yeah. dive in guys yeah I mean we're, it, we're manifesting all the time whether we are aware of it or not so and it know. could be so magical and yeah. so the more that we are um collectively gearing towards something like let's save the earth let's make the earth beautiful the more that that power or that um can manifest into reality and i'm starting to hear that more from people you know where we've been you know it's kind of like we came together and then we were tossed apart and you know divided and, and now i'm starting to see people kind of getting that and i'm hearing rumblings of that from from you know some of the the my associates and, and you know just friends and uh, you know it's like hey wait a minute we we've been missing the bigger picture here you know the truth right jupiter yes. is is coming through right we're missing the bigger picture here we're fighting this and we're fighting that and we're arguing here and we're arguing here and wait a minute uh, we need to be connecting and manifesting together yeah, because that's just a downward that. spiral. The more yep. that you argue and get upset at others about things, the more it just kind of gets worse. And yeah. It's like, that's what it does. It does in a very sneaky way. I was just realizing, give mm -hmm. attention to the self. It's like, eh, I don't feel, I don't like this. And therefore I'm in so important, right? <laughs> Which, <laughs> I mean, ego, it, Jupiter ego. yeah, yeah. And I'm thankful I had circled truth and this whole idea and i know we're supposed and the dreaming and this whole idea of um using yeah using different expressive ways to get yeah thank you thank and you there's, yeah. there's your next wave you know maybe it's not some new new age thing maybe it's just going back to reclaiming yeah. um what we have the power to do yes Ooh. i love that Bingo. And Another, you, I, mm, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I just was going to say there's there's a quote. I looked up those, um, a couple quotes from Albert Einstein, everybody's favorite Pisces. He has such great quotes about imagination. Um, mm. And so just, because this really works well with Jupiter and Pisces. He said, imagination is more important than knowledge. For while knowledge defines all we currently know and understand, imagination points to all we might yet discover and create. Yes. Ooh. I, ooh, I just love that, <laughs> know, like kind of so the good. merging yeah. of imagination yeah. with knowledge and that imagination then becomes the truth, which becomes yeah. knowledge. It's all the potential yeah. possibilities. You know, the, um, 
let's see if I can grab this. Oh, okay. There are some other thoughts too that this um, goes into that we've talked about because with the truth that we're not only going to see what we want to see as the truth, but what we have to see as the truth. And that's mm. part of it. But not only what we have to see as the truth, but what comes into us inconveniently exposed as mm. that is the reality of things that we're going to. I think Susie, but yeah, but I've heard too that that is a really, uh, and also this idea that if we're our, that you had brought up that. We may be our own like guru, which is what is that? That's our own teacher, the great teacher, because Jupiter is the teacher. But also that who comes forth as what society recognizes as a big teacher or rejects as teachers will be also uh, a shifting climate. So, of course, that gets back to, I think, our South Node, which collectively we're, we're trying to Dismember, you might say, what doesn't work, and reconstruct a, a health, a more a holistic sense of of um, of uh, be beliefs and faiths, because it has everything to do about faith. And the last, just to tie in, because I know we have some time here. Oh, we don't have much time. Is entertainment. Now, I want to say that next yeah. week is going to be um, Planet Buzz. So tune in, folks. But right now I'm with Cosmic Collaboration, and it's Amanda Pierce and Susie Kerr, and we care right. And we're talking about compassionate truth for ourselves and for others. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to say one last thing, because, you know, me, I'm, like, getting obsessed now, too, with the Scandinavian <laughs> symbols, you know, and that 28 oh, good, good, degrees good. we were talking about where Jupiter and, you know, and, and um, Jupiter's going to be hanging at that 28-degree Yeah, and, bookmarks, um, right. And the 28 degrees Sabian symbol for that is um, is a butterfly emerging from the chrysalis. So this is really, there's some real magic going on here. Yes. Um, and this uncomfortableness and this back and forth that we've been in, I feel like this is, you know, this is, I think this is more the point that we've all been waiting for what's coming up you know we've been saying for like you know we're just waiting for this moment you know and it's you know spiritual people have been you know we were born for this time and yes truth we were born for this whole time but like this maybe is the time where we get to see you know like oh yeah now it makes sense potentials you know? potential possibilities <laughs> and it yes, could Amanda. be also that this is what is the energy that um propels us out of the funk we've been in with um, the pandemic. Yep. So last time Jupiter transited through Pisces was in 2010. That was right after the Great Recession of 2008-2009. It helped us get out of that. So this could be that um, Renaissance period that comes after a pandemic historically. And that is historic. And it, we are in this enormous transition. So I think getting used to uncertainty, which is it about, but seeing the, 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 the potential beauty. in it. Yes, the potential. And yeah. getting back the to ourselves. And if nothing else, if we can't help ourselves at first, we can help others. And then that reflects back to something to ourselves. Well, thank you to our audience. We love you. And yes, this is Susie Kerr Wright and Amanda Pierce. And I'm Sue. Rose Minahan and tune in again, give your comments and yeah, Amanda, give us uh, that little quote. Okay. 
I will. Thanks, guys. Thank See you. you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway. Mm-hmm.